0: Welcome back, football fans, to the second episode of From the Hip, the podcast where we tackle the hottest topics in the world of football with unfiltered opinions and sharp analysis. I'm your host, Anthony Rodriguez. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Corey Thompson.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Glad to be back here. You know what? Let's just dive into it, man. It was a crazy week in football.
0: Say less. Tell me about it. I know. I was watched, and uh, I, you know, like I said on Saturday, I told you that Dolphins game was going to be insane, the must-watch game, and um, I think I was But was
1: it really a must-watch game? I mean, is a blowout really a must-watch situation? I mean, it it gets –
0: Did you expect it to be a blowout? I, I knew. Did you expect a little bit of resistance from the Broncos?
1: I knew the Broncos defense wasn't that great. I expected maybe the offense would have clicked a little bit more for the Broncos seeing that the Dolphins have given up some points like with that Chargers offense, but that Chargers offense is a lot more explosive than the Broncos offense. But I know, I knew that Miami could put up a lot of points with the team that they have. That offense is is built with speed, precision, and skill
0: still i'll tell you what i'll go i'll go a step further i learned so much after doing uh after saying that the dolphins game was going to be what it was and after watching the game i went back and i started to look more into the game uh there's so much more stuff involved in this game and if i'd have known this i would have said this saturday i found this out afterwards Did you know that the coach of the Dolphins, did you know he used to be a a ball boy with the Broncos?
1: Yes. And I saw he did an interview with, um, he was on The Pivot. Sorry, not an interview. He was on an episode of The Pivot. And he was saying, like, you know, this is something that he's always spoken into existence, that he always knew he was going to be a head coach, which is pretty
0: cool. Yeah. So here's the thing. When he was the offensive coordinator with the 49ers, he had an opportunity to be the head coach of the Broncos, and they didn't even give him an interview. Ooh. wow. So he was highly upset. So uh, whether he would admit this or not, I'm not buying the fact that some of this wasn't personal.
1: Oh, yeah. It's,
0: I'm not going to believe it's,
1: that. It's always okay? personal. Be...
0: Yeah, it's like me. I grew up in New York City. So if I had the opportunity to play for the Knicks, okay, because Knicks were my favorite team growing up, okay, even though we're talking football here, I'm letting you know, as a kid, I was a huge basketball fan. So if I had the opportunity to play or coach for the Knicks, that would have been a dream come true. So here's a young man who was a ball boy with the Broncos, Had an opportunity, and he was definitely a good choice because look what he's doing with the Dolphins right now. So, and they wouldn't even give him an interview, and that was his dream job. There's a little anger in there, there's a little heat. Well, two things. So, I'm thinking this was a little personal. Two things to
1: that. It is personal because as a man, we have a thing called an ego, and we all have an ego complex as a man. So, regardless of what you say, there's some hint of this being personal for this man. Um, second, but you did say something else. Look at what he's doing with this Dolphins team, this offense. It, he's got talent, it, so you can't. This is true. It's not like it's not like he built this team, you know. So it was handed to him. Because of situations prior, like what two seasons ago. So I don't know if he can take all the so credit. Are you
0: trying to say that he's just, that he's just, um, he's lucky? I want to say he's a Steve Kerr.
1: He's definitely a Steve Kerr at the moment. That's how I would put it.
0: Hmm. Where, okay. I, I mean, I will grant you, because I've always said, you know, like I said, I was a basketball fan too. So when we talk about a Steve Kerr, the reason um, for those who don't understand that reference, Steve Kerr came in and coached the Warriors to a championship, but he ne- he didn't necessarily build the team. The team was kind of built by Mark Jackson. So Mark Jackson steps away, and all of a sudden they win. Same thing happened with the Yankees with Joe Torre. That team was built by Buck Showalter, and then. You bring in a guy like Joe Torrey and he wins all those championships. Who really built the team? So that's what he means by that statement. And I get with it. I get it. But um, something has to be given to a Steve Kerr. Something has to be given to a Joe Torre. Just because someone gives you. um, Just because someone hands you a computer that is totally specced out doesn't mean you can hack into the CIA. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah,
1: I agree. I agree. He has to. He had to add his own touch, his own spin, his own views to that team to get it to click. You know, you could have a team full of talent, and if they can't play together, you're not going to win. So,
0: indeed. And I think a lot of these plays that they're running, okay, um, those are his. Those are his plays. Those are his plays. I, you know, that little shuttle pass that he uh, threw to the running back that he ran right Mm -hmm. up the line. That was awesome. Okay. All all those little plays that he's doing, they're working. Okay. Yes, he is blessed. He has Tyreek Hill on his team. Tyreek Hill was on KC and didn't do what he's doing right now when he was with KC. Don't get me wrong. He was great with KC. But he wasn't doing what he's doing right now. It seems like this guy can't be stopped. Yeah. You know, he can't be stopped. Waddle is a better player now than he ever was. Okay. I am not convinced on Tua, but Tua looks like an MVP. I mean, when
1: you can't overthrow somebody or two people, yeah. Like I said, I can throw 60 yards with them guys and look like a stud. I'm still... Not so, don't you? But
0: I'm still going to give some, some of the credit to Mike McDaniel. He deserves okay. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he deserves he some does. of it. He has a lot to do with what they're doing right he now. He does. Okay, but the real story of the game, you know what? We're talking about him. We're talking about McDaniel. We want to talk about Waddle. Um, what about your boy? Uh, what's his name? Uh, the running back that came out of nowhere. Devon, oh, um, I was it like a chain? I don't know how to, you know, pronounce because that. I was pronouncing it all yeah, wrong. Yeah, I
1: don't know how to pronounce that last name, but what a spectacular performance! You know,
0: holy smokes,
1: yeah.
0: dude ran for over two hundred yeah, yards. Two
1: hundred yards. He had what, like two, three TDs or something like that.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. On top of that, he's going to be the the waiver wire monster this week. <laughs> Okay, tomorrow's Wednesday morning. Everybody's gonna wake up when when they get up in the morning. They're gonna grab their phones and check their email to see on their fantasy waiver wire whether they got their pick. Because I think every single person in the world um went on there and tried to pick him up, right? Because don't get me wrong, I still don't think he's gonna be the back going forward. It's still gonna be Moser. How do you pronounce Moser?
1: Uh, Raheem Moster still... Moster.
0: Okay, it's still him. He's the primary he, back. He's he primary. Had 13 touches. Okay. And he had a great he game too, so let's not take anything away from him.
1: Rushing with three TDs. And he even caught seven catches 60 yards with another TD. So Raheem Moster yes. put up four touchdowns for him. You know?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Monster. Monster. So that's what I'm saying. He's not going to lose his job. Oh, no, 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 no. But, But this team is so dynamic that I think you can guarantee... That there's enough room on this offense, being what it is, that um, he's a must pick up off of that waiver wire. Of
1: course, yeah. I, uh, if they turn this into now uh, a two headed monster with him and Moster,
0: oh god, you 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 can't. Can stop you people. imagine a team where you already have the you have that one two combination of the wide receivers, and you're going to bring that to the running backs too,
1: and a pretty oh good defense? That's pretty. Their defense is pretty solid, man. That defense is aggressive.
0: I did not think that the Broncos were that bad. Um, I still don't think the Broncos are that bad. I think, you know, any team that you have a Russell Wilson, that you have a Judy, um, I don't think they're a bad team. They're a bad offense. But they look Yeah, bad. but does that mean that they're no, bad, but, or does that but, mean that the Dolphins are that good? No, key? no, the, the the defense
1: the defense only sacked Wilson once throughout the whole game. One time. But they hit him twelve times. Now
0: Yeah, he was hurried the whole yeah, game.
1: Yeah, you can't if he can't set his feet and throw, he's not, you know, that's not a good pass. That's you're throwing you're you're not technically throwing a mallard up, but it's not going to be as accurate. It's not going to have the zip to get to the receiver at that that right moment in time. So when he's hurried the whole whole entire game, you can't get anywhere you can't really function I mean yes he they put up 20 points yes Russell Wilson looks a lot better than he did last season the offense is moving a little bit better under Sean Payton but they're still missing a run game and I think if they get a run game they can get things going in the right direction
0: gotcha well, let's see what happens going forward. But I think the Dolphins have, de- have definitely let us know that they are a team to be reckoned with this year. And the Broncos have definitely let us know that uh, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> let's move to this next game. Baltimore, okay. Indianapolis.
1: We're really doing this. Okay, and I
0: know you were going to say, oh, God, because I know how big of a fan you are. Uh, but um, here's the deal. Um, When I watched the game, Here's my thought. Lamar had to carry the entire team. Okay, nobody else stood out. Not even Flowers with his eight receptions. Those were really quiet eight receptions. Mm -hmm. But Lamar did everything by himself.
1: Yeah, he rushed for over 100 yards. He had two rushing TDs. I mean, he threw for 202. He only dropped back 31 times. He had 22 completions. He was sacked four
0: times. Yeah, he had yeah. all of that and a partridge yeah. picture. Yeah. The guy yeah. did everything. You know, um, but when I okay, but when I watched the game, Zach Moss had a great he game. Did. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens if Taylor ever gets back, because Moss is definitely shown to, to, to be a capable back. But is he going to replace? Had a good game too. I don't I know. Mean,
1: he had nine catches with seventy-seven yards, and he's been he's been a good mm-hmm. fantasy pickup for the first first two games I think he had like 20 points he he did all right this weekend yeah I think he dropped like 14 15 maybe but uh the Zach Moss situation he I mean he did carry the ball 30 times but it's very intriguing because you got a guy like Jonathan Taylor he was he didn't have a good season last season he was hurt last season as well still hurt now um and there's been talks about trade and so forth so what do you do when you have a guy like Zach Moss who's trying to step up to the plate or is stepping up to the plate and you have a Jonathan Taylor sitting there in the back like, hey, I'm still here, you know, I'm waiting. What do you do? Do you trade him? You trade him to the
0: Jets. <laughs> trade him to the Jets. Get rid of trade him. Them. To the Jets. Get rid you of him. So now the Jets need three running backs? Jets will give you everything they got. They'll give you the next five first-round draft picks. Um and, and you know, they'll pay f- for all, all your children's college educations. They'll do whatever you well, want to do.
1: spoke about that Denver okay. team. They could use them. They could definitely use them. If you,
0: no, Denver if, doesn't want them. Denver want. wouldn't take them, but the Jets, they'll overpay oh, for them. Oh, man. The
1: Bears could use them. The Jets um, – The Jets. look, you got me saying the Jets. The Bears could use them. Um, Denver could use them. Who else is out there that could use a good running game? um uh, even the cardinals i feel could use a pretty good running game and i mean it, it's been um it's been a very lackluster season in the run game um there's another game i want to mention when we get out, out of this one that was a shot
0: wait but i don't want you to miss the biggest deal that happened oh i know
1: what it is that the the no call dpi which
0: Oh, no, forget that. I don't even count the no call. You know why? Because they shouldn't even have been there. Baltimore should have been up by 30 points by the time that happened, so that shouldn't have mattered. So I don't count that as anything to do with them. What bothered me about that game and um, the biggest problem from that game for me is that Gus Edwards suffered a concussion. So going forward with that, this is going to affect next week Mm -hmm. for him. He will not play okay because he's still going to be suffering from the concussion so he's going to miss next week all right so that means they're going to have to play with gordon and drake they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do to me that's the bigger deal all right for next week for them because baltimore is a very good team but they lost that game and they needed that game that's
1: right we do. we did need that game and I agree with you. Uh, I'm not sold on Kenyon Drake. I'm, To be honest, I've never been a fan of him since he, since he's entered the NFL. He's been with multiple teams. Um, I watched him play last year when they came down to Tampa Bay, and um, he was horrible. Gus was the one that, that kept us in the game, that got us the win against Tampa. He was the one that was getting us three, four yards every play at least. Kenyon Drake was not – the one, or is not the one, in my opinion. I would rather lean harder on Melvin Gordon, even though he's new to the offense, than Kenyon Drake. But mm-hmm. I, I would trust him over Kenyon Drake,
0: in my yeah, opinion. I agree. But I mean, they got to figure something out because next week they play the Browns. Ooh,
1: and that Browns defense okay. has been pretty nice. They're, that's another talk, yeah. too.
0: That Browns defense, you know, they got Garrett. And Garrett's a monster. Well, since now
1: you want to talk about the Browns, let's bring up the Browns because that was the next game I wanted to to talk about actually. So they go against the Titans. They're playing in Cleveland. Titans three, Browns 27. And, I mean, remember, this is with no Nick Chubb, right? So Mm -hmm. let's just go with this right here. Miles Garrett. The defense had five total sacks. Miles Garrett had three and a half of them. 'Cause you just brought him up. Three and a half sacks from Miles Garrett. That defense has been playing very, very good football. And I mean the Browns about what, maybe five, five years ago, right before Baker, they were the laughing stock in the league or something like that. Well, more than that. Before Odell got over there. They were like a laughing stock in the mm-hmm. league, and now they've made a complete turnaround. They are I don't think they're they're, they can make the playoffs, but I don't think they're a threat. They're more of a threat to to ruin someone's playoff chances right now. I still think they need a little bit of work on, on the offensive side of the ball, but that defense is good to go. But here was the real shocking thing for me. Derrick Henry, 11 touches, 20 yards with a TD. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the other thing is you have DeAndre Hopkins. Three catches, 48 yards.
0: Hmm. I I think that team is lost on an offense, and I don't understand why. They have some key players mm-hmm. there. I don't know if it's a coaching problem. It could be an offensive coaching situation. But um, they have some. They have some key players. I know they lost Chubb. I'm aware of that. But Ford definitely stepped mm-hmm. in, and he had a great game stepping in. So he's shown he's a capable back. They just picked up um my boy.
1: Oh, uh oh man, tip of my tongue. Such a good the dynamic yep, running back. Too. Uh come on, uh, Hunt.
0: Yeah. Hunt. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Jesus. They picked up Kareem Hunt, which cause he was there last year, so he knows the mm-hmm. system. All right. I think he's um, great to have on your team, but I don't see him actually I don't see anything wrong with Ford. So I don't th- I don't think Ford's ready to give it up. I think Ford's going to give him a hard time with him taking the position. All right. But, um, I mean, by the way, let's talk about this real brief. Saturday I said um, we could say goodbye to Chubb. Won't be coming back. Right. Great news. Wonderful news that it looks like, I mean, he's still gone for the season, but it looks like he did not have the career-ending um, incredible injury that we all thought he had. Yeah,
1: that was presumed.
0: So it yeah. looks like, yeah, it's presumed. I know he has to go under the knife. Once they open him up, they'll look inside of it, see how bad it is. But now they've downgraded it, whereas in, now it's an MCL, okay? Possible strain to the ACL. But we thought that he ripped up everything in there, man. I thought We thought he was done. So it looks like more likely that he'll miss nine months and with um, if everything goes well, he should be able to come back by opening day next season. Mm. And, you know, what? God bless if he yep. can. I still don't think he's going to start. I think um, if he's able to come back, I think the Browns will offload him. But that's just we're not going to go there.
1: <laughs> Could help out because I think Nick Chubb has shown that he's durable to a degree, mm-hmm. but um how long does that last for you? You need to split the workload. They need to yeah. take a little bit off of him.
0: Either way, and especially I'd- if especially if Ford actually carries them for the rest of the season. Ford mm-hmm. carries them for the rest of the season and makes himself as a capable back. Chubb coming back with that injury, that pushes him in the back burner. Yeah. You know. Now now don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. If if Ford and Hunt are not able to carry the Browns. And they struggle and they're done for the season as far as their as far as their playoff hopes, then um they're gonna welcome Chubb with open arms as the savior. So let's see how that works out. Yeah. Um Detroit. Okay. Detroit. <laughs> Here's what I've learned from that game. Okay. Robinson is a stud, but he's a stud who's on a terrible team. Okay, they've got probably the worst quarterback in the NFL.
1: I think that might be Ryan Tannehill, but that, that's up for debate.
0: <laughs> that is up for debate because I don't think anybody <laughs> is worse than Ritter Ripper, Writer R- uh, Reader 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 Rooter right yeah. Rooter Rooter, whatever you want to like call that. him. He's terrible. He's terrible. Yeah. He's terrible. Who? Yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's horrible. Um, but. With that being said, okay, because we know the Falcons are not good, and that's okay. How good are the Lions? Because I have not I have not been able to get a real good gauge on them. They've played some quality games. But are yeah. they are they a good team? Are they for real? But they have a horribly tough road, especially at the end of the season. I looked at their schedule going forward. Mm-hmm. So if they are for real it's going to be a really tough situation to see if they're a real team because St. Brown is awesome. We know this. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but this team is like, can they really last? They got a, they got a really tough schedule, man. Right? So I don't see them as a real playoff team, to be honest with you.
1: Well, it definitely wasn't the Bijan show this no. week,
0: but I mean, uh, he had a good game though.
1: Mm, I don't think so. It's not, not to the standards that we need to see. Golf did all right. Um, Gibbs had 80 yards. The defense had seven sacks. That's a young, hungry defense that they do have. I think that's where they need a little bit of help. Mm-hmm. But um, to what you were saying, I mean, they played the Chiefs week one. They won. They played the Seahawks week two, lost by a touchdown in the OT, and they put up 31 points. They lost 37 to 31. I mean, so the Seahawks are a the Seahawks are a good team. The Seahawks are a playoff-bound team. Geno yeah. Smith run last season turned his whole career around. Oh, absolutely! So there's a whole new outlook on 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 um, Geno Smith. And then this week they went against the Falcons, who were a bad team, who they were supposed to win, and it's who they were supposed to beat. And they went out and they beat them.
0: They beat them what twenty to six or something like that. Yeah, it was a handle. Yeah. I mean. They beat them. They did what they were supposed to do. They did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, not sure. I'm not sure who they are because they did what they were supposed to do. They didn't just squeak by them. They beat them. They, you know, they beat them. They didn't give them a Dolphins beating, but they beat them. So there's nothing wrong with what they've done. That's why I don't know what to make of them yet. Now, I I guess the actual jury is going to still be out on them. So we just have to wait to see what happens. But like I said, well, they have a very tough road ahead of them, though.
1: We still have to look at it like this. They're in the NFC North. The Bears, they're nothing right now. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a total uh, uh, total rebuild. Yeah. The Packers, mm, I'm not sold on the Packers. I, I think they're not winning the division. They don't have Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love is up and down. That's, that's a wash. So that okay. only leaves other two teams. The Lions and the Vikings. Vikings are 0-3 right now.
0: Mm -hmm. The Vikings are definitely becoming the Vikings instead of the Vikings.
1: But they're a good team. The Vikings have faced other good teams this season so far. They're putting up points. Their defense is bleeding. Right. Well, what I'm waiting to see is that game. The Lions and the Vikings play each other. Whenever they play, I don't know what what week they're going to play. I haven't looked that far ahead in the schedule. But that's a game that I think is going to set the tone for the NFC North Mm -hmm. to let us know what team is going to come out and be the division champs and go into the playoffs. And the Vikings are in trouble right now. Oh yeah. You know, and I mean, it was that well, moving into that game with the Vikings and the chargers, it was a, it was a win. It was a must win game for both teams. Mm -hmm. So, Granted, the Chargers came out on top. I thought it was going to be the Vikings.
0: Me too. Because- I did think the Vikings were going to win that one. I thought that was their win. The Chargers, they, I guess they wanted it more. But you know what? Forget about who won that game because the Vikings don't look good right now, even though their offense, they have Kirk Cousins, they have Jeffries. They still have weapons. But to me, uh, the story of that game is the loss of Mike Williams. You know, that's huge. Before he went down, he had 121 yards and a TD. Mm-hmm. Okay, the guy was, um, he's he's a big deal. Okay, now, I know we have Keenan Allen on that team as well. But, you know, it's like, you look at um, a good pair of wide receivers, right? So, like, another team like Tyreek Hill and Waddle. Okay, and they're both fantastic. Jason but I T. think
1: Higgins. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I think that Tyreek Hill does benefit by having a guy as good as Waddle on the other side of the field. Because he because you can't cheat and just double him or triple him every single play. Because Waddle will eat you up alive out there. Correct. And I think it's the same thing with Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, fantastic. He's having a great year. He's had great years in the past. I think he's going to still have a good year. But without Mike Williams, how good of a year? Because now you can cheat a little bit. Now you can push a safety over his way.
1: Last season, Keenan Allen went down early. I think he went down like week two, week three, something like that, leaving Mike Williams as the number one option. Mike Williams still had a good season. Um, He, yeah, he, he really put up, he put up pretty good numbers last year for being the only option on offense as far as a wide receiver. So I think Keenan Allen will be fine, but the other other story of this game, on the flip side, was Keenan Allen set a record for the Chargers as far as in receiving with 18 receptions, 215 in, in yards, no TD. But he also did throw a, a 49 yard pass for a touchdown. So mm-hmm. he set a record for the Chargers. Also, that was interesting to me. Herbert, 40 for 47, with 405 yards. TD. He missed seven passes. Seven.
0: And you traded him away in fantasy.
1: Yeah, but Kirk Cousins outdid him in fantasy.
0: (laughs) But you traded him away in fantasy for Mixon.
1: And Deshaun Watson.
0: Okay. Deshaun Watson was a throwaway. We're not going to go there. But um, that leads me. Okay. That leads me into the rams game from last night okay we actually actually let me take it back before we go into the rams game i do want to talk about the green bay because we skipped over green yeah. bay and i want to talk about green yeah. bay for a second what a comeback yeah great comeback but you know what No, nah, no, it was only 18 points so we're not going to speak about it as if it was something major okay the guy did his job it was at the end of the game So that's why we call it a comeback, because it was right at the end of the game. But he should have been doing that from the beginning. So that's why I'm not going to fall in love with love. You know, (laughs) we should title that as a book. Don't fall in love with love. With love. Okay, but, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, but there's another great story coming out of that, right? So I watch, and I look at the game, and I'm thinking, okay, these are two in the middle of the road teams, New Orleans and Green Bay. And Green Bay is the one that I think has a higher chance of actually coming out and going into the playoffs. Even with Love, I think they got a, an interesting team. Got a good defense. They got a really good defense. Thank Love you. has some stuff to prove. But I think he has talent. I think he has talent. He's showing that Green Bay did the right thing by moving on from Rodgers and seeing what they could do with some young talent. But so the, he still has some stuff to prove. Bigger story on that, on that game for me, always leads to the injuries. Okay, Carr is hurt, and Carr is going to miss multiple games. Okay, he was dropped on his shoulder, hurt his shoulder. Uh, thankfully, it's not too bad. It's like a sprain in his AC joint of his shoulder. He's going to miss several games. Um, Winston came in, he finished the game, looked good. In the game as well, so now we have a problem because Carr's made a glass. Carr's been made a glass his entire career. Everywhere he's played, he's gotten hurt over everything. He had a he had um, a team that should have won with the Raiders, and even though oh, they were like two, such a dynamic offense, ago. he always got hurt.
1: Yeah, that was like two three years ago where I, I really think they could have won. They could have won the Super Bowl that yeah, year. Yeah, I agree. Carr went down because um, everything was clicking. That's when mm-hmm. they had, you know, um, Henry Ruggs, who we all know what happened to him, Darren Waller, and Josh Jacobs, who was just a, a machine at that point. That team was built to win. Yes, Derek Carr went down. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, he hurt the same shoulder. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I don't know if it was... I, I, I don't remember if it was a shoulder or not, but I think it's the same thing uh, as that year that he went out during the playoffs. But, um I will have to agree that that is the most, uh, that is the most uh, important and now, what most I, valuable what thing. What I would like to see what happens I mean, with this
0: team is if Carr is going to continue to get hurt, I'd love to see them move on. I'd love to see them give Jameis Winston a chance. I don't think Jameis is done. Well, they just got Carr. I know, but Carr is like already doing what he does. <laughs> He's already doing what he does.
1: I mean, you know? they were one and one with him. You, you, you got to give the guy a chance, and you got to give him a chance with having Alvin Kamara back. You know, Chris Olave look Chris Olave looks great. They got oh, Michael he Thomas. Awesome. He he's not he's not Michael Thomas from Drew Brees era, but he's still a decent Michael Thomas, a good compliment to Chris. But I want to see what he could do with Alvin Kamara before we write him off.
0: Okay, I'm willing to grant you that, but just know that. He's going to have a very short leash in in my book as far as guys I'm willing. Like, I wouldn't have him on my fantasy team. Let's just put it that way. I would not put him on my team for anything.
1: I agree with that. I wouldn't put him on my team either. But, you know, uh, it's just I still want to see what he can do.
0: Okay. but Somebody I would like to have on my fantasy team that I don't is Burrow. Okay. That Rams game. Let's get back to that Rams game now. Yeah, last night's game. I tell you what, he had the calf injury. it has been messing with him. I've been very skeptical on him. I've been kind of um, a Joe Burrow hater for the past week or so, thinking, "Oh man, I don't know about this guy. He hasn't looked that good." Blah blah blah. He looked great last night. He looked wonderful. Jamar Chase blew up. Finally, Jamar looked Chase like finally the Jamar Chase that everybody was talking about. That mm-hmm. why you draft him in it in the first round of your fantasy leagues, 121 yards. Guy was all over the place. He he looked fantastic, okay, and Burrow yeah, looked fantastic. Yeah, no, he didn't throw to T. Higgins. And so Higgins, I know upset. he didn't throw a lot to Higgins, but it, he, it still was an option, and he still threw to him. It did open up the um the running game, so Mixon put some points up. It scared me a little bit because, you know, you had <laughs> yeah. him on your team, but for the record, yeah. I beat you this week. Yeah, yeah, barely, barely. Should have played Swift. You know. But um but the Rams, they don't look so good. Okay. They they just don't. I, you know, I'm looking at the Rams, I'm thinking the, the lone standout is the wide receiver.
1: Okay. Uh Puka not yeah. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. Yeah. Puka, I know not, not you, not you. Whatever happened
0: to guys yeah, named Puka. Joe Smith. But um, you know, it, it, he he looks wonderful. He looks great. Um, where did he place? Um, wasn't he from BYU? Let's see. Here. He is, yeah, BYU. Yeah. Okay. He looks More great. Cool. He he he's coming out of nowhere. I don't think anybody really thought he was gonna be that good, and he looks great. Okay, I'm happy because he's on my fantasy team. By the way. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I mean, <laughs>
1: they they have no Cooper Cup. They 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 sold out to win that Super Bowl. I get it. You went and got Stafford. You made sure you had pieces. You had Deshaun Jackson at the start of the season. You got rid of him. And then you brought in Odell, who, who who was just a taller, a taller Deshaun Jackson, in my opinion. And low-key, he was winning Super Bowl MVP if he didn't get hurt was Odell. Cooper Absolutely. Cup had that great season, but you you literally you sold out. You know, you had Von Miller to, you, you just sold out to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I get and it. And you know
0: what? I you mean, gotta do it at they'll time. probably do it again if they could replay. If they can go back in time, they would do it again. They wanted the Super Bowl. Yeah.
1: They got but it. I don't blame them. I don't blame them.
0: You know, because they had, that was Aaron
1: Donald who was coming into the last year of his contract. So they wanted to do something to, I would assume, to try to keep Aaron Donald playing because Aaron Donald has been comp- contemplating retirement. At like 30 years old or something like that. The guy is phenomenal. That clip with Geno Smith is going to be the funniest thing. Where Aaron Donald comes around the double team and you hear Geno say, "Oh God, oh my God," and just throw it away. <laughs> That's going to be the funniest thing in the world because he sees Aaron Donald coming at full speed. He's a monster. The guy's won multiple defensive MV- um, defensive MVPs at a, at a D end. He, he benches like 500 pounds. The dude's a beast. If, Indeed. If, Indeed. If he was a, if if we could have him on fantasy, I'd pick him up every year.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so that leads me to the final game: Philadelphia-Tampa Bay Bucks. I and told
1: you, Sid Baker.
0: Yes. Okay, Sid Baker, and you know what? I think we all knew, and we all agreed with you, Baker. Um, you know what? The funny thing about Baker is that he is a true football guy. Goes out there, and he leaves his heart on the field, okay? Mm -hmm. But he did not have enough to go against the Eagles. The Eagles, to me, and you know what? You could watch the game, and you sit there and go, ah, but it was a lot closer than it should have been, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you something. The Eagles play old-school football. They run the ball, smash it down your mouth, play stupid defense okay and they got a great team hurts had a great game i know he threw the one interception but he had a great game um he threw very solid picks. okay you're right he did throw two picks but he had a mm-hmm. solid game had the one touchdown led the team down there the running game was just you know it's just phenomenal yeah And that defense is just, it's old school defense. That reminds me of 90s defense. I want to say
1: this about Baker. Just like you were mentioning, like, he's one of those, he's a football guy. You ever seen, this is not a knock on Baker. I don't want anyone to take this in the wrong way. It's just for some kind of context for the, the heart. I want you to look at this as heart. You ever seen the movie, The Replacements? Oh, yeah. With Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. That's who Baker reminds me of. Yeah. You know, a quarterback that he's kind of been bounced around and 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 everybody looked at him like, ah, I don't think he's a guy. You know, ah, I don't think he's a guy. I think Baker's a good quarterback. I, I really think agree. he can manage the game well. The guy just needs players around him and a little bit of protection.
0: That's well, you it. know what? He does he have players. Really cool. He has Evans. He has Godwin. So, I mean, he has two good wide receivers. Okay. And and a pretty decent old line, and he has a pretty decent old line. Okay, I don't. Uh, he doesn't have a running game really right now. Um, but but I just think that they were overmatched. I just think they for were sure. overmatched. They ran into a stupid team. They ran into
1: a buzzsaw.
0: Yeah, they ran into a team that they're just not ready for. Because up until this point, they were undefeated, and I think they still have a great season going forward. I don't think that that um, they would be my odds-on favorite to go deep into the playoffs and win. At least well, not yet. Think... They'd have to show me a hell of a lot more. But I, I would think definitely... they're
1: the front runners to win the NFC South.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. But I think they're going to be one of those teams that go there and get knocked right out. Okay? But what I'm saying is um, the Eagles, I look at the Eagles and I'm like, it's Super Bowl or bust for me. Same with the 49ers. Same with I the same with Kansas the, City Chiefs, the Dolphins, and the Kansas City Chiefs. I think all four of those teams. I think any of like like if like if you had a time machine and could go forward in time to the end of the season, and you found out that any of those teams won the Super Bowl, you would not be shocked. Oh, don't forget the Bills and the Ravens. No, um. <laughs> easy on the Ravens, but the Bills. No, okay, the Bills to me. I think they're a a, a a a tough win but they're on your way they're on the road they're on um they're one of the stepping stones on your road to victory the bills are not to me they're not there they're just not there okay not the same as when i look at the dolphins this year or when i look at kc or when i look at the 49ers or when i look at the eagles the the uh-huh. Bills remind me of the Cowboys.
1: I'll come back to the Bills. But as far as the game, I mean Jalen Hurts, twenty three completions, two seventy seven, one touchdown, two two NTs, said he was playing sick with flu like symptoms, trying to have that Michael Jordan flu Michael Jordan flu game. Nope, he missed um, it. Yeah. Um even Jason Kelsey said he was under the weather, so there's a couple other players. So maybe if they were all healthy, maybe we would have saw a higher scoring game.
0: Maybe if they all yeah. had gone out last night and had something to drink? Because that's probably what well, more mean, likely happened. You're not going to tell me the whole team got sick. More likely they all went out <laughs> to go drinking.
1: Swift, 16 carries, 130 yards. A.J. Brown finally had his game this Ooh, th- for the season. Did um, he? You know, Devontae Smith has been carrying the workload. Yes, he has. I, I don't think Devontae Smith is a true number one, only due to his size. And he's... If he gets hit good or whatever the case is, he does get injured. But I love you think running Devontae back three. Smith. What running back? You three? think running
0: back three? Like maybe, <laughs> um, like if you had a like if you had a better option on your team, would you put him on your flex?
1: Oh, oh yeah, for sure, Devonta Smith for sure. He's a flex player. He's put up points in the first two games. But AJ mm-hmm. Brown nine catches, hundred thirty one yards, no touchdown, but he actually arrived on the scene this week.
0: Which, yeah, he woke up. He uh, woke up.
1: Yeah, he woke up or maybe he he wasn't getting double covered as much like normal. I mean, they did rush, they did hit Baker five times, they didn't get they only had two sacks. But um uh, they you know, they're going to keep you boxed up. They're going to put pressure on you. This Eagles defense and I mean, they they're just so good. Their ends, their linebackers, their corners, they're they're just so good. And it The thing about this team that I really like is it looks like nobody plays with an ego, but they all play with a chip on their shoulder.
0: Agreed. Agreed. But that's because they're from Philly.
1: Oh, man. Have you ever been
0: there? I didn't say that. That's a tough city, buddy. That's a tough city. I've been to Philadelphia, man. I'm from New York, and even I was like, man, this is Philly? (laughs) (laughs) That is not for the lighthearted, buddy.
1: People I didn't
0: say that he said it. I said it, man. That is that is not a, that is not for the lighthearted. That is a tough city. I thought the traffic in New York was bad. I got stuck at barely getting into Philly. I was like, What the hell is going on? That is a that is a tough city. You know what? My hat goes off to anybody who lives in Philadelphia because It's a city of tough. brotherly
1: love, man. The city yeah, of there's brotherly no love, love there. I'm
0: telling you right now, there's no love. Don't don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. That is one tough city. with that um, I just want to put some information out there Uh, this is our second episode this is the Tuesday show we will be doing the recap on this show that's what we did today Thursday we will come back on Thursday Thursdays will be the forecast, that's what we're going to be calling that episode, the forecast that is going to let let you know who you should be looking into, who you should be looking to bet on um, which fantasy Uh, which fantasy players you should start or sit. We're going to be talking about that on Thursdays. Justin should be back on that day. He was out today. Uh, But uh, hopefully we can have have him back. Um, And, of course, on Saturday we will have the video show. That's more of all of us getting together, talking about everything going on, recapping, and giving you our final picks. Okay, we decided to put it on Thursday so we can... We can actually put in that Thursday game, so um, that's what's coming forward. Is there anything that you'd like to say, Corey?
1: I just want to thank everybody. Um, anybody who's out there listening, to us, listen to us for the first time. You know, thanks for your support. We hope to continue to give you some great content, some great insight, uh, better picks next. <laughs> better picks next week,
0: especially on your uh, own.
1: Hey, hey, I said, I, hey, 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 man. Those, hey, man, I was spot on, million. buddy. Look, one of us has to be the exciting one. Y'all can't <laughs> be the obvious, <laughs> obvious picks. Like, I got to have some excitement on the show. But I mean, it this this is all coming from the heart and shooting from the hip like this. Like this our is what
0: we do. That's why we call it this that. This is what we do, yeah. So, okay, so I, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. I'd like for you all to follow us and share whatever videos that you can to help people actually see this. Until next time, let's keep it football and keep it from the hip.